Welcome back to the Morning Grind. I am your host, not Stevie. This is Dean. Dean Stepanen. Dean Seven Nine Zero Four. If you want to get all technical as far as the DFS circles, not necessarily talking DFS today. Uh, we're talking sports gambling. Who are we going to bring in for sports gambling? We're going to bring in Grant Niefer. Grant, uh, who does a lot of sports sports gambling content here at Roto Grinders. This is kind of, sort of, somewhat. I think it's an evergreen show. I feel like it could be an evergreen show whenever uh, your your particular state happens to be ratified. Uh, for sports gambling or whatever you feel like jumping into sports gambling waters, uh, fire up this podcast. Uh, Grant, what's going on, dude? Uh, I, I know you're. We'll, we'll talk uh, all sorts of uh, all the angles, all the angles to work as far as uh, how to take advantage of the sports book, how to take advantage of uh, uh, deposit bonuses, where to get them from, scores and odds. What's up, Grant? How's uh, how's everything in your world? Yeah, everything's going good. Just. Just working, working the day away, like like every single day during football season. But things going well. Yeah, I thought this was a good idea to have this podcast because, I mean, when first sports betting first came around, there's so many things that I know now that would have been real helpful and just basically money that is being left on the board by so many people. Like, there's so much stuff that you don't really think about, don't really pay attention to, and a lot of times it's just money straight down the drain. So if you're just starting in sports betting or thinking about starting – up a new site, like the importance of that, the importance of prop shopping, the importance of looking around for other lines, the importance of using your free bets and any promo that comes along. It can be massively, massively profitable because they're all vying for more market share. So there's never been a better time to get into sports betting and there's never been a more profitable time because everyone always says it's a losing proposition long-term, which in most cases it is, but if you do it the smart way, then there's definitely a lot of money to be weighed and a lot of fun to have along the way. Yeah, a couple things. Uh, you know, I think of the uh, days of DFS, like seven, eight years ago, whatever it was, where player acquisition was so important and the sites will be giving away free overlay uh, and they would do everything they can to entice you to get on there. Uh, player acquisition is super important for these sites. And uh, I'm just kind of scrolling on and checking out the, the deposit bonuses and we'll dig into it. But like a $1,000 risk-free bet on Fandle, $500 deposit match, bonus on BetMGM. We'll talk about the different sites and, you know, what avail- what may be available in your particular state. Uh, these sites, I-, I imagine this won't be around forever. They're just trying to acquire as many players as possible because, like you said, in theory, uh, you know, it, most people are going to be losing players because the mass says that, but there are def- different angles you can take uh, to make, a, you know, push the odds in your favor. And, you know, Grant, I- I'm going to give you a compliment. This is rare, so soak it in. Uh, you like to joke around and clown around sometimes, but you are a super, super smart guy. Uh, of course, you have an accounting background. You understand math, and, and you know all the angles, a lot of the angles. And uh, I, I was uh, – we, we talk off air. And I know you've been dabbling, obviously, in the sports gambling world because you're in Colorado where it's legal, and currently not for me, but I just kind of discussed with you just privately for, as, as friends. Is that, too, is that too ambitious? We're friends, right? I think so. I, I, yeah. would, I would say so. <laughs> <laughs> we're in the friend zone yeah so i'm just saying you know what you're talking about and you're somebody to listen to and when i get a chance to finally start dabbling in sports gambling i will be listening to this podcast again or i'll just be asking you directly to say hey uh how do i best take advantage of everything that's out there so uh just i'm just saying that you have full credibility <laughs> you you come off you have a good time and you, you joke around but you know what you're talking about is all i'm trying to say you're well, too modest you. to set yourself I, I appreciate that yeah no i got into dfs and my goal was just be entirely average, knowing that I'd have a 10% ROI if I was just an average player. And then it turned into being a good player. And so then I quit my job. <laughs> yeah. And I, it's my understanding it was a pretty good job. Is that correct? You can just leave it at the yeah. end? Yeah. yeah. It was, it was, uh, yeah, it was a very good job. It's, yeah. But it's, it's a whole lot more soul sucking than this job. It's not as fun either, right? Yeah. Oh, I love my job. Like <laughs> up in the air, whether I would like, I make good money, but I would have been making really good money at this other job if I would have st- stuck with it. But quality of life is just so much better. We uh, we just had several more states, I believe, ratify sports gambling. Of course, it's a bit of a process. There's bureaucracy and all that in, ter- in terms of once it's voted in and like your state all of a sudden has it in play. But uh, I know Tennessee, where I was living for a while, uh, it took about a year and a half, maybe two years that they finally enacted, I think last month or so. Uh, on last count, I think we're, we just we looked at it before the show. Maybe 19 or 20 states out of the 50 uh, currently have sports gambling. There are several that are currently in the process of they say you know voters have voted yes on it, and now we're going to figure out how to make it happen. Uh, you know, it just feels like pretty much every single state is going to ratify this. Well, I mean, there's obviously some exceptions. They're talking about Utah. Maybe that's not going to happen. Sorry, Noto, notorious. Maybe he knows a guy somewhere. But uh, 
Yeah, uh, let, let, let's ask this. Let's, let's kind of start at this point. I, uh, I'm now in a state uh, that just ratified, or I'm, I now want to dip my toes in the sports gambling world. Uh, what is like the first thing I need to consider before signing up for any of these sites? Uh, I mean, first thing you really need to consider is like, how much money do you have to play with? Like, shopping around odds is hugely important, but how much money you have to play with, like you want to take full advantage of most of these promos. So realizing your bankroll is huge. Like there's a way to maximize every single promo, but I realize that some people don't have five grand to just throw around almost immediately. So like knowing how much money you have and how much money you have to play is the biggest thing in the world. And then knowing what state you're in, what sites are actually available in your state is another big thing. I'm over in Colorado. We have like eight, different sites to play on and so i i'm going to, yeah at least at least eight different sites that we can play on right now so realizing where you're at and what advantages you can take advantage of and how much money you have is is the biggest thing if nothing else uh it's worth depositing on that site and taking advantage of their their deposit bonus because the way i'm kind of running down here assuming it's available in your state and as i understand it basically uh each state has to have an individual license so like in some states you might have the Fox bet and Fox bet might be in Colorado, but they might not be in another state and vice versa. And like, you know, bet MGM, I'm not sure if like, you know, maybe DraftKings is in every single state because they want to have that national brand. I don't really know how that works. Uh, do you know that? Is there a certain, uh, is there one company that's in like every single state possible or? I think DraftKings and FanDuel are in the most states, but I, I th every single state has at least one, two sites that aren't in it like it, it, it's just like I know in Colorado you have to get a I believe a partnership with one of the like in-house casinos in the states I know there's a bunch of them mm -hmm. about an hour away from me you have to kind of partner with them and it could be a massive casino like owned by Harrah's or it could be a this is pretty much a gas station with with slot machines in it. <laughs> like I don't know the specifics and it's different from state to state but uh yeah like you can you can go Go over to scores and odds. Like we're going to be referencing scores and odds a lot. That's currently the site that I'm doing a lot of work with. Um, but like a lot of this stuff is going to be on scores and odds. Like we're going to talk about prop shopping, like finding different props and arbitrage situations. And you can find that over on a page on scores and odds. We'll try and leave a lot of the, a lot of the references in the comment section on this, but yeah, over on scores and odds, like, sign up for the newsletter over there and it'll tell you pretty much all the new promos that are coming out. It's a lot of work I do over there because I look at these promos every single morning, every single morning before I get out of bed, I look at every promo for every single site and find the best ones to play and then send out a text, to like 30 different people telling them that. And then, then I go throughout my day, but yeah, scores and odds is a real good reference. Great. Like, they have partners with all these and have affiliate deals. So like right now, the masters, you make a $1 bet, you got a hundred dollars in free bets, like something like that. That's pretty much guaranteed to happen is going on every single week over there. And so check that out. But yeah, that's, that's kind of where you can find a lot of these things. Yeah. I don't know if that's an outlier or not, but eight, I mean, eight sites seems like a great thing for the consumer because they're all battling for your dollar. And then, you know, like it, it's going to raise the, the different deposit bonuses and, yeah, I, I fired up scores and odds. There's definitely links here to, to, to click on as far as getting your bonus. Uh, so I, I guess, like you said, it's very important understanding what your, uh, what your bankroll happens to be. Yeah. Uh, I, how, do, I, how would you go about things differently if your bankroll was $500 as opposed to $5,000 as opposed to $10,000? Is it all the same general concepts? So uh, it's it, it, like you want to take maximum advantage. So I'm just going to kind of rattle off like a few different sites. So let's say your bankroll is only $250. Like you have $250 set to go over there. Bet Rivers has a $250 100% deposit match. And depending on the day, like check out scores and odds, occasionally it'll run something where it's like $100 in free bets too. So deposit bonuses are not all the same. They're not all created equally. Some site it's literally just a massive one that's a 2% drip, meaning you bet $100, they give you $2. I know DK theirs is you bet hundred dollars, you get four dollars back. It's a four percent drip. Bet it Rivers, I believe, is a two x playthrough, meaning for you have to if you have deposit two fifty, they give you two hundred and fifty dollars for free. That's immediately you can you you can place five hundred dollars in bets at like moments later, but it's a two x playthrough. So once you play five hundred dollars total, all your money is available to withdraw. You okay. can't withdraw before then. Like make sure that you know certain sites 
won't allow you to withdraw until you've played through a certain amount. Like DraftKings, I think you can withdraw at any time. You just lose the rest of your deposit bonus if you do. But it's like at a drip rate. So as you bet, you get money. Um, as far as the drip, is there is a uh, is there like they say you have to knock it out by you have to complete your drip by three months or six months or whatever it is. They gave you a, re- a reasonable amount of time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you always check it out, but I think know know how much you are going to play and have to play, and then know how much you have to knock out during that time period. And don't leave money on the table like BetMGM or Bet Rivers, where it's only a two x playthrough. Both of them, it's really important to know when it expires because if you don't get all the way through, then it's just lost money, just straight up lost money. Especially, let's say you get deposit two fifty on Bet Rivers, you bet four hundred and fifty dollars over the first two months. It expires after two months. You're basically out the two hundred and fifty immediately. All right, uh, I'm here at Scores and Odds, and I'm seeing thousand dollar risk free bet on Fanduel Sportsbook, thousand dollar deposit bonus for DraftKings. So what's the difference? What's a thousand dollar deposit bonus and a thousand dollar risk free bet? I assume that means you can just wager on something for a thousand dollars. They lay it out for you and they'll pay out if it hits. Is that how that works? So it's different for every single site. Like the FanDuel thousand dollar risk free bet is real simple. Like your first bet that you make, I can't remember what the minimum odds are, but it's it, it's literally risk free. So you bet a thousand dollars on anything. If you win it, you just get your profit, free profit whatever it is, if you lose it, they give you $1,000 in site credit. So how FanDuel site credit works is it's essentially money with a 1x playthrough. So you, if you lose your first $1,000 bet, all you have to do is play $1,000 before it expires and all that money is yours. Do I have to lay, I'm just so I understand, I'm not sure if you said it or not. Do I have to lay out that initial 1000 Yeah, yeah. So your first bet, however much you want to make it, which occasionally there's better promos if you don't have a big bankroll. But like the best way to possibly do it is lay a thousand dollars, lay it on a bigger dog, because people are thinking like, oh, I'll go on there and I'll lay a thousand dollars on a minus five hundred, and probably get two hundred bucks back. Mm-hmm. Well, if you're going to play a thousand dollars, like if, over the course of time, if you're going to play a thousand dollars in bets, like even twenty twenty dollar bets a week for a few weeks, like it's it's essentially the same amount of money. So you want to go with higher risk bets like a plus 100 to plus 300 is probably the best to optimize it what if you're a little bit risk adverse because thousand dollars in site credit even if like if you place a whole bunch of tiny bets the juice on the lines are going to make you lose 10 percent long run i'm thinking heads life in my head tell me if this is wrong i just can't 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 this on the fly but i'm seeing fanduel sportsbook thousand dollar risk-free bet uh drafting sport sportsbook thousand dollar deposit bonus uh, is it some, is it worth considering, or maybe this is a terrible idea, maybe it's too hedgy, just to bet the two opposite things and you guarantee, guarantee yourself some money? I mean, you could. Theoretically, you could. I don't know if it's against the rules or what it is, but um, theoretically, yeah, like DK has a $500 free or a free bet match up to $500. So you bet 1000 on one side, 500 on the other side, get the $500 free bet and bet the $500 free bet on there. You're essentially guaranteed to be up anywhere from like five to nine hundred dollars based on that or if you did a bet mgm you deposit 500 you have a thousand to work with because of 500 deposit you bet one side on fanduel another side on bet mgm and theoretically you'd be up 400 dollars regardless yeah um, but again this is this is just off the cuff math like i don't you have to look at every single situation individually there's no guarantee that you'd be able to make those bets on both sides but realistically, yeah, there is certain scenarios where you could theoretically do that. Uh, $500 deposit matchup bonus on BetMGM as well. Uh, all sorts of links here. Fox Bet. And I assume, uh, you said there's eight. I assume all these are, are available in Colorado. It feels like a good place to be a sports better if you're betting on sports. Oh, yeah. uh, the competition is fierce, which is excellent for the consumer. Uh, is there one that sort of stands out as like your favorite deposit bonus as far as a particular site that's like, if I am going to focus on one site first before I take advantage of other deposit bonuses, uh, what's your favorite one? And uh, is there a point we're going to get to where the deposit bonuses may not be as strong as they are now when uh, a year from now, six months from now? Uh, because again, my, my brain takes the DFS where, you know, the, the rate got higher and the overlay uh, got kind of went away and there's less and less sites. I don't know if there's going to be still eight, 10, 12 options. We shall see how that works. Uh, how do you theorize that? Of course, it's hard to predict, but 
What's your thoughts as far as the pause opponents down the way? Will they be just as strong as they are today? I, I have to imagine that they're going to get worse and worse, like just following the timeline of DFS. It gets worse and worse. There'll always be one new side that pops up and gives up way too much money. But in terms of the ones that are already pretty entrenched, DraftKings, FanDuel, Bet Rivers, Bet MGM, uh, Fox Bet, I can only assume that they're going to get worse. Um, so as of right now, my the two best deposit bonuses, in my opinion, are Bet Rivers and Bet MGM. Bet MGM being the number one. Uh, again, wait like if you if you're listening to this on Friday, go and you haven't signed up for it. It's legal in your state. Go over scores and odds. Go sign up for it. It's literally so bet $1, get $100 in free bets, I think is the current promo. If you bet on the Masters and if any player gets a birdie. So what are the odds that any player on the Masters gets a birdie any given day? I think somebody just got a birdie right now. I'm not sure. Somebody. Tiger. Tiger's crushing right now. Yeah. So it's just – it's like – it's just how things work with these sign-up bonuses. They give you – not exactly sure things, but anywhere from like 95% chance of hitting to 99.999. DraftKings had an earlier uh, promo over on them. Chiefs on the opener versus the Texans, like plus 101 points. They cover? They did They did cover. They were the favorite <laughs> and they were plus 101 points. So my, my favorite thing I did there, which you can occasionally do this, is after the first $50, it was minus 10,000. So meaning you bet $10,000, you win $100. So I bet that because there's 0.00% chance that it actually ends up not hitting. And so I bet like, I think five grand, it was just a free 50 bucks. Yeah. And that was just, that was just them trying to get you to put money in the site. I assume that's what's going on there. Like, well, they just have to, they have to keep the bet up there because it's for the promo. So they keep it at like the maximum possible bad odds that they can get, which I think might be regulated between states. I don't know. This is, I'm not certain about that, but they just kept it at super high number and they can always limit bets. So the worst case scenario is they let someone put 10 grand down there and they lost hundred bucks. And now they know that person has 10 grand in the account that they need to play. So, but yeah, like right now, bet MGM deposit 500, get $500 uh, in bonus cash, which is a two X playthrough, meaning you have to play a thousand dollars total, which if you're just coin flipping it, you playing a thousand dollars is going to make you lose ninety dollars in, or yeah, roughly ninety dollars and ninety cents if just coin flip with the ten percent juice. So that's essentially a free four hundred dollars based on the playthrough plus a hundred dollars in free bets. Yeah, I know all these sites are doing different things, and again, I'm, I I personally cannot take advantage of it, but I see like them tweeting about uh, odds boost on DK. Uh, I know, like, you were living in Colorado, and I think when it broke in Denver, or for the state of Colorado, I guess, uh, they, they were doing something with the Broncos, same sort of concept as far as the Chiefs, like, getting 50, 60 points, whatever it was, week one. And the goofiest thing happened, I don't know if you caught this, uh, was the, the Giants uh, up in New York, New Jersey. They had Saquon Barkley, like, mine, yeah. you know, over under, like, eight and a half yards, and he didn't get there. <laughs> this is brutal. <laughs> I mean, they were trying to give money away for free, and I think he missed it by – and it, I think this is a game where he didn't get hurt, too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this was – yeah. Yeah, he didn't get hurt. He was just terrible. He had like six rushing yards. Oh man, that's I don't know if they they made good on it and just said like here take the money. I'm I'm curious what they did with that, but that was just a uh, that that was rough for sure. But so how do I become aware of those specific things? Do I is there emails about that? Is there uh, a scores and odds? Does that tell me? Uh, how do I know when like these uh really really strong odds uh, odds that I should be getting on? Uh, depending on the site, is there an alert of any sort? Or just kind of like I have to check every single day? A lot of pages or a lot of places will send emails. Like I literally, as we were talking, Bet Rivers, $50 UFC fight night, bet and get. So get $5 for every $25 you bet on UFC. I'm paid in free bets. Like literally the email just came across 10 seconds ago. But uh, if you want like just the ones that I've found every single day, generally updated around noon to three o'clock Eastern time. Cause they all come out at different times, uh, but just scores and odds.com slash date slash betting slash daily odds boost, or you can just Google scores and odds daily odd boost, or you can check the page over on RG. I'm probably going to drop the link in there, but like every single day I update that and find the best promos or every, and before the weekend, like some of them are just constant ones. Sportsbank.com has 50% back on any live bet. So you make $200 in live bets during the week. They give you a $100 free bet. So let's talk about live betting because I know that's something you partook in. Uh, 
is there is there a certain sport you prefer to live bet more? Is there a certain sport you think is sharper to live bet on? And just sort of uh, talk to the, the dynamics of live betting because, you know, if you look through how odds work, like sometimes, uh, you know, the, the lines can train, change drastically based upon, based upon how the score and, you know, the outcome of the game is going. Uh, what, what do you think is uh, the best way to take advantage of live betting? So best way to take advantage of live betting, if you can, literally have four different tabs open on three different screens looking at different sites. Like certain sites fall to certain algorithms, but at different times, like every once in a while, you can literally have an arbitrage situation where like this Explain was more that term. So arbitrage. So let's say the Lakers are playing the Clippers. On one site, the Lakers are plus 110, meaning you bet 100, you win 110. The Clippers are minus 130, meaning you bet 130, you win 100. On a different site, it might actually be the Clippers plus 110. So if you, in this scenario, if you bet equal amounts on both sides, infinite amount of money, you're getting a 5% margin. Guaranteed. Can't lose. Yeah, you, if you do it right, you cannot lose. Again, this is something that you need to be aware of. Like every once in a while, they can limit your bets. They can, so the bet odds can change within a course of seconds. So do this responsibly. Don't do it with any money that you can't afford to lose. But there are sometimes those scenarios, not always going to happen, but there are sometimes those scenarios. And over on our, uh, over on uh, scores and odds, we actually have a prop betting page, which I'm going to just pull up right now. Um, and it actually shows you the different lines for props all over the place. The other week I saw Cam Newton over one and a half passing touchdowns. On one site, the over was plus 120. On another side, the under was plus 130. So, yeah, so throw money on both sides, automatic win. Like, you're 100% guaranteed to win. It, and these sites are all regulated. Like, DraftKings is what, a $30 billion site? Yeah, they're not going under. Like your, your $500 bet's not going to break them is the point you're making? Yeah, yeah. So, if you go to, yeah, the site <laughs> is scores and odds slash NFL slash props, and that'll show you show you all the – all the stuff, but like just looking, first of all, if you're betting props, check out this site because it tells you what everything is on each different site. And the odd, the odds difference can be absolutely massive, which long-term can change your ROI from plus 5% to negative 10%. Like that's how drastic some of these ones are. Looking at right now, Trey Burton, looking at his over under for receptions over on DraftKings of 2.5 is minus 195. The over on points bet is minus 156. So you have close to an arbitrage situation right now as I'm talking about this with under on one side being plus 150 and the over on another side being minus 156. Yeah, I just found that on the fly. And uh, that's so weird. You would pick Trey Burton of all people. But uh, uh, yeah, over, under, uh, we're doing this. Catches. We're doing this on Thursday. Like props come out later on in the week for a lot of sites. So a lot of times it's not going to be available for the Sunday games until like Saturday, which will like scores and odds newsletter is generally going to have some of those stuff in there. But you know, like looking at passing touchdowns right now, Ryan Tannehill plus 145 on the other or on DraftKings and minus 146 on the over on FanDuel. Literally you could bet equal numbers on both sides and not lose money. So you're looking to make your first risk-free bet on FanDuel. Go ahead and do that on the over, and then go over to DraftKings, sign up, throw on your free bet, and five hundred dollars on the under. Yeah, I mean it's it's not that sexy, but it's about accruing a bankroll, right? Like you just if you can guarantee yourself what a five percent profit, a ten percent profit, like what is it's not you know the great sweat you might be looking for. You're not going to double up, or you're not going to hit like a, a sixteen parlay, but it makes a ton of sense. And you know it, it's worth explaining like why is this why is this a thing? Why are the odds different? And the sites don't really. The sites are just trying to get like even number on, on each side, basically. And they're just they're trying not to take a big hit. And, and depending on what site it is, they've taken in different amounts on the, on the over, on the under. Is that the, that's the reason that that's what will explain why the odds can be so variant? Yeah. I mean, look at DraftKings stock price. At the beginning of the year, January 8th, before sports betting was available nationwide, their market cap, or their stock price was 11 bucks. Got mm-hmm. all the way up to 60. It's still sitting at 41. It's not because they're making a ton of money. I think I looked at the revenue reports and they're not that drastic. Like, I don't even think they might not have made money, but their stock price is going up because they're acquiring huge market share. 
Like they, what's most important to them is daily users, money in there, all that stuff. So right now they're willing to lose money for the future. Amazon did it. They were a unprofitable company for what, 20 years. And now they're the highest market cap company in the world. It's just how well, things yeah, go. They're betting on the come. They're not betting on today. And then that's the same. That's, that's kind of a callback to all the deposit bonus. Like, well, how, how can they just give away thousands of dollars to everybody? It's because it's customer acquisition and they want, uh, they want you to enjoy your experience today and stick around and be playing for the next five, 10, 20 years. Uh, and then, you know, that thousand dollars they gave you from the start is a drop in the bucket to them. That, that's all it's about. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's exactly it. Like, some people are going to take advantage of it. Some people like are going to do the risk-free bet for $10. So they acquired a customer for essentially $5. Which is a steal, by the way. Yeah. If, that's, if that's all it takes them to, get, to acquire a customer. By the way, did you get in on a, you mentioned DK, did you get in that stock? Or are you currently holding? Where are you at? Any thoughts? No, I, I don't. I, I like, <laughs> it's weird right now. I just throw all my money into sports betting um, yeah. and everything. And then I, I still have, like a bunch tucked away in my 401k and stuff that I haven't looked at, but I wish I would have. It was just, I didn't have a ton of money invested after COVID hit just cause I'm like, I, I, I don't want to have all my bankroll just go away. Like I didn't know when I'd be working again. So it was unfortunate, but I, I probably made, I don't know, 10 G's and that's it during COVID on stocks. Oh, well, I mean, it's been, you know, all over the place. So it, I, I'm sure some people that have made more and some people that have made less for sure. Um, talk about prop bets. I, uh, it's my understanding. Uh, it's it's common, a common thought that the prop bets, at least maybe before uh, sports gambling, gambling has more, become more prevalent, maybe before DFS has become more prevalent, people become sharper. But they've always said, I've always been told that the prop, uh, you know, the player props are the weakest as far as the sharpness of them. Have you noticed that? And are they getting sharper? And how much are they limiting you? Are you winning too much? Like I know some players try to get a bet in and they're like, yeah, we can only give you at 50 bucks or a hundred bucks. You can't bet, you know, 10,000 on, you know, Trey Burton catching more than two and a half catches or something like that. Uh, what is your experience as far as player props? And in general, do you think it's a sharp market or not that sharp? So the big thing with player props, like spreads and totals, it's real simple. There's almost always a 10% juice on either side so it's almost always both sides are minus 110 meaning you bet 110 to win 100 so if they get 10 11 000 bet on both sides they're guaranteed a thousand dollar profit no matter what props are very different props can have a massive massive juice on both so they can have 25 percent juice on either side so they are the like most heavily juiced markets and your average player isn't going to understand like they're almost always going to bet the over almost most of the time, the best bet like historically has been just bet the under right before game time, because so many people are going to hit the, hit the over because people aren't good judges of. Unless it's the Seahawks then bet the over. Well, no, I'm not talking about on spreads. I'm talking about player props specifically. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Fair enough. Continue. Yeah. Almost always the under is the better bet. Like it's how it's been for years. I'm not saying any specific scenario. I'm just saying long run, I had one buddy who would just bet the under on every single thing, every single day, every single week, and he just would make money. Yeah, but, because the under is not sexy. The under is not fun to root for. Yeah, and people are always like, people also don't realize in certain scenarios like, oh, Corey Davis's average yards this season is 55, and the over-under is at 50, and this is a positive matchup. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you don't realize that like 80% of the time he's going to end up between 40 and 50, 20% of the time he's going to end up with 120, which is going to make that average go up greatly. So he's at, while he may average over this over under the median is going to be hits eight out of 10 times the under hits like this. Again, this is always looking at these. This isn't giving you sports advice. It's just telling you how historically a lot of player props have gone and how it, you can kind of use this to beat the market, but also on certain sites with football, you can find pretty drastic disparities between lines. Like some places you can find receptions at two and a half for one guy and then four and a half on another side for that same guy. So you have a huge odd of middling it. So always be shopping around for that. But yeah, player props can be very, very profitable. And since they want new players, like, yes, they may limit you to 
three, four, five, six hundred, sometimes two hundred. Depends on the site. Like you asked if I've been limited. Yes, I've been limited many times by many different sites. And sometimes it's just because they have too much money on one side and I bet it and I'm known as a sharp player or a profitable player on the site. So they're going to limit me knowing that I'm probably going to win long run. Whereas maybe a lot of fish have been betting on the other side and I take the opposite side of those people and they need more money on. So they're like, Oh, great. Yeah. I'll let them bet almost infinite amount. I, I've heard it said like, if you're not limited in player props, like you're a ter- you're terrible player props. Like basically anybody that's halfway decent has been limited to some degree. Uh, explain the concept of middling and like what percent chance of a middle do you have to, is it worth going for? Like if you can rationalize and say there's a 25% chance I can middle it, there's a 20% chance I can middle it, explain that concept. So pretty much like it depends on what the juice is on either side. So a standard minus 110 juice means you need to have a 5% ROI in order to beat the juice. So if you bet the over and the under, you're losing 5% of what you bet every single time. So you have to have over a 5% chance, I think, of hitting it every single time to, in order to be profitable long-term for middling. Uh, for player props, this is something I know some basketball guys were doing, and sometimes the books uh, just are not as sharp or not as quick. Like if you have Twitter up, if you have the Roto-Grinders app, it'll tell you like that, well, tonight LeBron James is out. Uh, you're supposed to run immediately and not just necessarily, you know, bet against the Lakers. That's not the first thing you should do. The first thing you should do, my understanding, bet the player props on Anthony Davis, everything over on Davis. Like, uh, is this something you have done? Is this something you've taken advantage of? And, you know, it's different in baseball. You're going to get, you know, five at-bats no matter what, four at-bats no matter who's in the lineup, that kind of thing. But, um, you know, of course, if a, play, a pitcher scraps, it's a whole other conversation to get into. But is this something you've taken advantage of in basketball? Like, if the number one and the number two usage guys, uh, you know, are all of a sudden out – and you pounce on the three and four, and they get elevated, and the numbers don't reflect that. Is this something you'd advise to do? Yeah, so, like, just a few examples. Baseball's a big one. Scherzer gets scratched, mm-hmm. and Eric Fed is replacing this. Actually happened while I was on golf course, and <laughs> as soon as I saw that, I'm like, Dad, you just hit my next shot. And I immediately just started hammering the – I think they were playing the Yankees. And then, sure enough, like, half – they took the line down a few minutes later. And then the line moved from Yankees like plus 140 to Yankees minus 130. So if I literally just bet the opposite side right afterwards, I was guaranteed to profit. I let it ride. Yeah. And of course, Eric Fed ended up being James Paxton. I was, <laughs> I was not well, happy about he, that. Well, because you didn't pronounce his, his name correctly. If you would have called him Fetty, like his name, like, you know, like he's named, maybe he would have got smashed. Uh, now, I, I know there, sometimes they say uh, it has to be the right pitchers, right? Is there sometimes they put that stipulation where it's got to be the, the listed starting pitchers? I know some sites do it, sometimes don't, that I've seen before. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like you can – I think on certain sites you can put guaranteed action, like – Okay. And then there's certain sites where – I can't remember the actual name of it. I always just go guaranteed action regardless. Like, assuming these pitchers, like no action if this pitcher is scratched. Yeah. Okay. And as far you said, you had several examples. You have one for basketball as well, too. I imagine something basketball. Like that. I mean, it's just anytime LeBron, LeBron's taken out, or anytime like a high usage player, you bet the over. I think anytime uh, there's a few times Giannis got ruled out, and I immediately just yeah. hammered the over on Bledsoe and Middleton points. This that, um, and then football. Like I think it was week four. I want to say DJ Chark. It was week three or. I think it was week three, Miami versus uh, Jacksonville, Thursday night football, DJ Chark got ruled out and I immediately hammered the over on Keelan Cole and Chenault receptions, Keelan Cole and Chenault uh, receiving yards. And then of course they got absolutely destroyed by the dolphins. I still like half of the bets ended up winning and I could have hedged out a few hours later and made a decent profit, but I was, I wasn't going to hedge out of it. And so like anytime a high usage wide receiver goes out like if Julio Jones isn't expected to be out you immediately get okay he's out you hammer it like the spread if a if a big quarterback like if Mahomes has an ankle injury Thursday in practice and gets ruled out you immediately go over and you hammer the opposite side if there's a COVID outbreak it's probably most applicable right now like a few weeks ago with the Raiders I think before they took the line down 
um, against Tampa Bay. You could have bet Tampa Bay at a drastically better line than it was later on in the week. So those types of situations. And if you really want to hedge it afterwards, you can always wait till later on in the week if you're actually good enough at it and hit the other side of the line and guarantee a profit. Is there a, a best time to bet NFL games? Because uh, the way I think of it is the line gets sharper and sharper the closer and closer we get to game time. Uh, I know like some people bet, uh, they saw the weather looming, uh, you know, in Cleveland a couple weeks ago with Oakland and several games, you know, started like 54, 55, 56, as far as the total. And then they got bet down like 58, 59. That's just one sort of example as far as weather. But uh, like, if you see an inefficiency, what you see is an inefficiency in a line on Monday, do you just hammer it and just assume that like people, other people are going to figure that out? Uh, best time to bet like an NFL game. Yeah. It's generally earlier on the week. I think last week, like, the Saints were a five-point dog early on in the week, knowing that that was literally people's just recency bias with Drew Brees being dust. Likelihood of Michael Thomas coming back was up in the air. But, um, yeah, it, it's yeah, it's just always very dependent um, based on the situation. A lot of times early on in the week, you can have a pretty big edge because people overreact. If you bet it a week beforehand, like there's always a decent edge in that chance to middle because people's perception of the line like drastically changes it. Guarantee you could have gotten whatever the next Tampa Bay line is. Uh, you could have gotten it six days ago at this. And then after they're showing against Drew Brees and the Saints and how bad Tom Brady looked, the line I guarantee moved like three points in the other direction against Tampa Bay. Yeah, that was the dust versus dust, right? Brady versus Breeze. Uh, New Orleans absolutely walloped them, of course. Um, you know, you know, what people like people like parlays. Parlays are fun because you know you can bet a little and potentially win a lot. I know they're not uh, necessarily economically feasible. Uh, it's not encouraged, like for, for the for the for the wallet necessarily. Uh, and then there's, uh, you know, I don't think you talk about parlays much. Maybe you don't dabble. I'm curious. Do you play many parlays? Do you play many teasers? Uh, do you hedge off them if you do? What's your approach when it comes to those? So parlays, like a lot of times I do it for promos. Um, and essentially, like right now, almost every single week over on DK, uh, they have a 20% profit boost on parlays, which 20% is enough to hit the juice and then uh, free bets, actually. Parlays for free bets, especially if the site allows it, are the best opportunity to use your free bets. Explain like, that, just because you can win the most by, by risking nothing? Yeah, so what it is is we're going to talk about free bets. Now is a perfect time for it. When you place a free bet, so there's site credit free bets on FanDuel, which you get the equity back. So I bet $50 of free bets on FanDuel on a plus 100 thing. And if I win, they get, I get $100 back. I get the original equity plus my winnings back. Over on DraftKings, you bet a free bet on something that's plus 100. If it wins, you get $50 back. So you don't get the original equity. It's basically just, here, I'll loan you this. And then you get the winnings. If Free bets anything. is different than deposit bonus. It's two different things? Yes, very different. And they'll just like randomly say, hey, here's a free bet opportunity. How does that work? So, I mean, for instance, one of the most consistent ones over on DraftKings has been first touchdown insurance where you bet up to $20 on someone to score a first touchdown. Let's say Kamara. If he doesn't score the first touchdown, but if he scores throughout the rest of the game, you get a $20 free bet back. You get whatever you bet, you get back as a free bet. So yeah. when using those free bets, like – Long-term, let's let's just take the juice out of it. Long-term betting minus 200 uh, bets, like any team minus 200. Long-term, essentially your ROI or that free bet is going to be worth about, I want to say, 35% of its total value. So $50 three bet in that scenario with no juice is worth about 35% of that. If you bet 100 to 1, uh, so plus 10,000, so Marlins to win the World Series. <laughs> Assuming that those odds are actually correct. You did that, didn't you? I feel like you yes, did. Yes, I did with a $1 free bet. Yeah. <laughs> did you hedge more. off it when they made the playoffs? No, I did not. I didn't care. Yeah, it's a dollar. Who cares? Yeah. Um, but like long-term, if you're betting 100 to 1, then essentially your profitability on that or the expected value of that is, let's say, $100 free bet. 
on 100 to 1, your expected value of that bet is $99 because you're not getting the equity back. So you do it 100 times, you're essentially getting back the larger profitability. So parlays, like if you're just going to do it on a straight bet, throw it on, make it a two-team parlay, three-team parlay. You can always hedge out a little bit later on if you really want to, um, and it's still more profitable that way. But that, that, that's just my suggestion with free bets. That's the most positive EV way to go about things is actually going with bigger dogs. When you, when you make your parlay bets, do you try to have like, say you're doing a three-team parlay, and two teams that play at 1 o'clock and one team that plays at 8, and then you can kind of set yourself up for something if you want to figure it out? Uh, is that something you try to do or just kind of it happens organically, so be it? That's kind of what I suggest to other people. I don't do it. I just straight up like I generally have a good bet or slightly positive EV because I don't – unless it's like a $1,000 free bet, I'm just willing to roll with the most positive EV situation. I don't need to hedge out in any situation. I want – I know long run because I'm doing this on seven different sites multiple times a week all the time. So I know that if I just – long-term don't hedge at all, I will be more profitable. So, but yeah, you can do it that way. You can do, let's say you have a free bet, do a 14 parlay, do Thursday night football, do Sunday morning, Sunday afternoon, Sunday night. If you really want to throw Monday night football on there, if you want, you can hedge a little bit and it becomes more profitable. But yeah, that's, that's basically how it works is like, if you really want to hedge out, then just playing on different different uh whatever it's called different slates where you can make an accurate adjustment to it is there is there a best way to hedge out or it's like dependent upon what the line happens to be in the last game as far as like, like i can just go ahead and take the spread i can take them straight up is there or it just depends upon like you know how much you have invested and how much uh you know if you're on the dog maybe you maybe or maybe you bet or if you're on the favorite maybe you bet the dog straight up in the last game something like that or it's, I suppose it's dependent based on, based on the uh, Yeah, if you're doing situation. spread over under money line, like there's no guarantee that the line won't move drastically. Like I had, I told my buddy I had to do this week, week one, and he's like, all right, I'm going to put on the Broncos. I'm like, okay, and if you want to do a two-team parlay, if you want to hedge out, then you can go ahead and do that. And then the Broncos move from like plus 120 to plus 145, mm-hmm. which that means – meant that the Titans moved to, I think, minus 165. So his actual profitability of hedging out with the odds movement, not really worth it. Uh, how do you – this seems like a goofy question, but I'm just – you're you're in a, a state that has, what, seven or eight different books. You're on every single one of them. What is the best way to keep track – I guess you have a spreadsheet, uh, a Google Excel spreadsheet. Well, what is the best way, to, uh, best way to keep track of what you're doing in each study? Is there – is that a dumb question? Because for me – I feel like that would uh, having it all in my head might be a mess. So, do you have a sort of a, a, a way of keeping track of everything as far as what's going on in each site? I mean, not really. Like some sites, DraftKings, FanDuel will show your uh, actual winnings each month or overall. Like sites like BetMGM, BetRivers, all those. Not really. Um, I just basically I go through PayPal most of them, so I know if I how much I've withdrawn, how much I've deposited. Uh, but I just like. I'm an accountant. I know what I'm doing. I know if I'm making money or not, and I can keep track of things in my head. The best way to do it is just literally keep a spreadsheet and put every single bet in and figure it out from there. I feel like we hit pretty much everything, Grant. Is there anything we missed? I know we had some notes that we wanted to talk about. Uh, talked about deposits. We talked about uh, taking advantage of free bets, where to get deposits. Uh, we mentioned scores and odds several times. Uh, taking advantage of player props. I think we got it all. Did we, did we say it all? Uh, I don't think we went through promos, like daily promos. I mean, we kind of went through it, and that Scores and Odds has a page where I'll put down the best promos every day, but different sites will offer different ones, and sometimes there's multiple during the course of the day. Sometimes it's free money. Um, one main thing on a lot of sites, I know in particular Foxbet, um, your first deposit bonus, like the $500 deposit bonus that they have for Foxbet, you have to opt in before depositing. So like the opt-in is an important thing. So make sure, like read the terms, make sure that you're very, very like consistent with things and know what's going on. I mean, before this, Bryson to outscore Rory for the Masters was one where it boosts either one of them to plus 150. You have to opt in and then you have to wait for, and then you have to click on it 
And sometimes it won't show the plus 150. It'll still show Bryson at minus 143. Refresh it, refresh it again, and then it'll make sure you place the bet at plus 150. Make sure when you're using a profit boost that you select a profit boost before you place the bet. Because I've made this mistake, and I know what I'm doing really well. Like, I've made it multiple times. So make sure that, like, if it's a profit boost, it's anything like that, that's reflected in there. Read the terms and condition on the promos. Because if you don't do it, then you're just out of luck. Yeah, normally I like to just click accept. Like, yeah, accept, whatever. I don't know what I'm getting myself into. But, you know, who wants to read? It's like so much, so many words going on. But like you said, uh, you, you were telling me before the show started, before we started out recording, you know, you wish you knew some things uh, when you started that you know now. And I suppose that's one of them. Is there anything else that you, any, any amateur rookie mistakes that you made that you've learned along the way? Take full advantage of profit boost, deposit bonus, all those things like full advantage that you can. So again, if you only have 250 bucks to go with, if you live in Colorado, sign up for Bet Rivers, sign up through the scores and odds page. And when they have a promotion going on, deposit 250, play through that full deposit bonus. And then with their profits, use that bankroll to sign up with a different site. So if you have $500 now that you can withdraw, sign up for BetMGM, play through the full $500 deposit bonus, Get that done. You have $1,000 now if you're a profitable thing. Go over to FanDuel, play the uh, risk-free bet, throw that on there. You win. You're up big. You lose. You play through that, and then you can go over to DK. Like, don't if you don't have the money, don't throw a little bit in every site. Like, build your bankroll based on how you can play, and then move on to other sites. Don't overextend yourself. Make sure you set a limit for yourself and how much you're willing to lose and can lose. Stick to that. Look every day for promos. Like every single day, there's generally a good one. Be very careful about which promos you take. Some ones will say like over on FanDuel, I think for the Masters, there was a Bryce Bryson odds boost to plus 900. While over on DraftKings, it was plus 1050. While over on BetMGM, Bryson was plus 700. So depending on where you put it at, how much money yeah. you have to bet, how much you want to put on the line, you could have just straight up put a hundred dollars which is the max they would let you over on DraftKings at plus 1050 instead of somewhere else so even though uh, an odds boost looks like they're doing you a favor it's still not the best odds available if you can get it over at dk uh you know what plus 1050 like you're talking about and like like you said it goes up saying should have mentioned at the top uh wager responsibly obviously only wager what you're what you can lose uh let's be you know let's be responsible about this obviously uh, all right, uh, Grant, anything else that we should, we should let the people know as far as deposits, as far as promos, as far as where uh, – well, tell the people where they can find you, where they can find your information, and uh, anything else you want to let them know about scores and odds. Yeah, I mean, you can find me on Twitter if you have a question. You can find me over on Twitter, genie for 7 Over on scores and odds, like, again, if you want to find the best deposit bonuses, we have a page for that. If you want to find the best promos each day, we have a page for that. If you want to look at the differences in prop – we have a page for that. So over on Scores and Odds, sign up for the newsletter, DM me or send me, tweet me out something. If you have a question of where to find things, I'll try and leave a few links in the comment section of this. But yeah, like over on Scores and Odds, I'm specifically tailoring a lot of this to people who are trying to take advantage of the promos, trying to get into sports betting, want to know what they should do or shouldn't do, and trying to build a bankroll. So everything you need to know and a lot of what you need to get the best deposit bonuses are over there. So go ahead and check it out. And it, it's an easy way to get a little bit of money. If you're just willing to spend a little bit of time doing things. I thought it was important you pointed out. And I'm glad you did. Uh, you're, you're saying like your bankroll is not that big and your state has like six or seven or eight different books as instead of taking advantage of eight different deposit bonuses to a small degree, you're saying focus on one site, max out on that. And then, in theory, make some money out of it. And then you roll yourself into a second site and, you know, it continues that way. That's the best way to do it as opposed to just, you know, taking advantage somewhat of a thousand dollar deposit bonus and you're depositing maybe a hundred dollars. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. No, literally like, and if you really don't have that much money, like let's say you are a, like, I want to bet five to $10 a week. On yeah. There. Like everyone has their limits. Everyone has certain type of bets they want to do. Some people want to throw a quarter on a game on a five team parlay. Like find a site like BetMGM, for instance, if you're never going to be a big better, sign up for them. You bet $1, you get $100 in free bets. That's a perfect way to build a bankroll. That seems like a pretty good deal. 
Grant, uh, it was fun. Hey, you're going to be hosting this. Uh, you're going to be hosting the Morning Grind all next week. That's my understanding. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how many shows we'll have, but for sure the lineup review and then the Wednesday early week podcast for for week 11 of football. And, yeah, week 10's already out there. Go ahead and check it out. See see what, what I said so that you can just berate me if I'm wrong on Sunday. <laughs> I'm, you're, you mean you're wrong sometimes? Does that, does that happen? I mean, I started Garrett Gilbert. And the Wildcat on Sunday. Uh, Why would you play Gary Gilbert? <laughs> and I, I still stand by my rationale. I also played Luton, which was basically the same percent, same ownership who he paid off. And the little shark Luton cook stack. So oh, I hit man. some. I did not hit others. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't throw any stones as far as week, week nine was my worst week, unfortunately. But that's the fun thing about DFS, Grant. You know, no matter how bad your week is, you, you come back, uh, you get your dust yourself off, and it's zero zero. Let's start all over again. Uh, yeah. So you, there's a pl- plug that it was you and Stevie, I assume, on Wednesday, or you and somebody else that's already out there as far as uh, I think it's me and Blender on Sunday or on Monday, I guess, and the Wednesday podcast. I believe. Uh, I know I talk about this just being the Evergreen podcast, which it is. But if you're listening to this on, you know, as it's being recorded, basically uh, this Sunday, I think it's me, you, and Cardi uh, talking to football. Oh right? yeah. You getting excited? Oh, yeah. Yeah, over on the YouTube, over on rotogrounders.com, of course, we have, uh, what I say three hours, I round up. We start 10-10 on the East Coast. I'll take you guys all up the lock. We started off, and, of course, there's other people that relieve us. Uh, but, yeah, take you guys uh, up the lock as far as uh, week uh, week 10, NFL DFS. Grant, it's fun. I had a good time. Hopefully, uh, the people out there learned something. I definitely learned something, too, uh, in regards to sports gambling. I cannot wait to, uh, to dabble in this world. I'm still in a state that keep jumping around into the wrong states. Maybe I'll, I'll land in the right state soon enough. He was Grant Neifer. I was Dean. This was the morning grind. We're out of here. Holler? Make it.